The wellness revolution starts now. Hello, I'm Dr. Steve Hotze, and you are here with me on Dr. Hotze's Wellness Revolution. And I want to tell you what, I believe each one of you needs to have a physician and a staff of professionals who can coach you on a path of health and wellness naturally, so as you mature, you've got a better quality of life. You've got energy, vitality, and you're enthusiastic about life. And I want you to meet a lovely young lady, Elizabeth Kaufman, who's been a guest of ours since back in February of 2016. So she's been a guest here at the OC Health and Wellness Center for five years. She's a native Houstonian, and Elizabeth, welcome to Thank the program. Thank you so much. I'm so glad you're here. Truly a pleasure. Why don't you tell us about yourself? Tell us where you grew up and tell us something about your life. Where'd you go to high school? <laughs> you, you, I knew you grew up here in the town, so yeah. tell us about that. Yeah. Thank you. Um, yes, I grew up in Humble, so suburb of Houston. And, you know, mom and dad and two brothers. Um, and then in my married life, I've lived in the Heights with my husband. Um, fun fact, we actually had our babies in New York City. But when we had number three, we came back down to Houston to be near the grandparents and um, settle in. So I have um, a sophomore in high school, an eighth grader, and a fifth grader. Sons. And, and interesting, <laughs> it's a small world. Her, her boys attend St. Thomas High School. That's right. Where I attended high school. <laughs> Long time ago. <laughs> it goes back. I graduated in 1968. If you can imagine that, that was a that was a time ago. And ours are the class of 2024. 20, these numbers don't even sound real to me. I know. Isn't that crazy? 24. Now, where did you go to high school? So I went to Humble High School. Did so you? I went K through 12 in you know the public system Good. out there. Good. It was great. Okay, so uh, tell us about your health situation and overall tell us about your health as you, as you grew up in, you know, went through the chain, went, went through puberty and got married. Tell us about your health. How's your health been overall? And, mm -hmm. and what was it like? And what ended up, you know, did you see other physicians and how did you end mm -hmm. up here? Tell us about that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Thanks. Um, I mean, my health as a child was healthy. I was healthy. Um, and then as I started going through puberty, I was one of those lucky girls that, had a rhythmic cycle, just everything was regular. As I kept maturing, everything stayed normal. And I would look at my friends who were kind of getting off, having messes of their, you know, puberty. And I wasn't one of those people. And I was, my mom also wasn't one of those people. And I just felt really lucky and also just normal. So then I, you know, get married and it's time to start having children, which luckily for me, um, came very easily. Um, and um, my husband and I were doing natural family planning because <laughs> um, before we were married, I had tried in the past um, birth control and for mood stabilization and it it did all the opposite things. Sure. So that was kind of an early indicator that I was going to be a one-off, but I didn't know it yet. I didn't see it that way. I just, I got acne and I got sad and um, I got low energy. I got bloated. Anyway, so that was a kind of a mistake even before I knew my husband. Um, so we get pregnant and baby one, baby two, it goes well. Baby three, my body made a shift. Yeah, what, how, long, how long ago would have that been? I had him in 2010. Okay. So that pregnancy 
was the start of what led me to come here and what led me to find you. Okay, so tell us, was the pregnancy a normal pregnancy? No problem? Was it after the pregnancy that you began to experience some problems? It was. It was like delivery and and I started having, I guess I should just say, I started having yeast infections that would not clear. They would, I mean, they lasted for a year. I was living in New York. I was going to my OB-GYN and I was, you know, finished having children. I was postpartum and I kept almost like crying to her um, saying like, this doesn't feel normal. I've had other children. I haven't had this trouble before. Um, Do you think it's something I'm eating? I was saying to her, that's the only change. I'm eating more calories because I'm nursing the baby. No, 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 no. She would say and give me medicine over and over and over and over and over. Meanwhile, let me just admit that I the problem was that I was completely addicted to Dr. Pepper. I was having so many Cokes a day, so many and full sugar. And anyway, so my milk dried out, which had never happened before, um, had not happened with my other two. And I was unhealthy. I was I was a sick person. So yeast infections that wouldn't clear um, exhausted from three children. That's kind of normal. But I started turning to food. I went to sugar to solve it. You know what will make me feel better is Cheetos. You know what will make me feel better is a Dr. Pepper and um, a cookie and a drive through That will give me that energy I need to be patient with my kids. Of course, the opposite happens. <laughs> be patient with my husband. Of course, the opposite happens. So that was that was the the very first turn toward this is not working. Medicine, simple pill is not helping me. Now, what were your doctors recommending? Did they give you any prescriptions? So they gave me um, like vaginal yeast infection medicine, right. the exact same one over and over. I mean, I, I honestly probably took it. I'm so embarrassed to say probably 30 times before mm-hmm. I realized like, this, might be, this, not, not this may not be working. <laughs> this may not be working. So, yeah, sad. I was sad all the time. I was tired all what the time. What was your energy level? On a scale of zero to 10, 10 being brimming with energy, zero, no energy, where would have you rated your energy? I mean, one or a zero to the point that my mother, who was living in Texas, was sending my brother, who was living in a neighboring neighborhood of mine, on the on the subway, on the train, to come and help me and paying him to help me raise my children. I was at no energy. My husband was at work. Now, what did your husband do there in New York? Well, the same thing he does now. So he does energy finance. So he was off in the city doing his thing and not without compassion, but just not home. Sure. Mm -hmm. So you you returned to Houston when? Mm -hmm. So we moved before that child turned one. Um, So 2011, we came back, ran back. We ran back to Texas. (laughs) <laughs> right? Can you imagine living in New York City now? I'm very oh, happy to be here. Gosh. I had a daughter that I had a, one of our daughters lived in New York City with her husband. They're back in Houston now too, but uh compared to the way it was, I mean, now when you look at what's going on there, it's just mm-hmm. so sad. Yes. The city's just completely changed. They, you know, it's unfortunately Mm-hmm. But anyway, so you came back here. So you set up a relationship with some doctors here. What they tell you here? Same. What they it's tell you? So sad. It makes me so sad. 
So they said, um, oh, even though my baby was one, they said, oh, you're postpartum. The reason you're sad all the time is you're postpartum and you're mourning, you know, the that you aren't going to have more kids. Well, that was I wasn't mourning that. Let me be straight. Uh, <laughs> and, you know, I would ask them or so it was one OBGYN. And I would ask her over and over, like, I think it's things I'm eating. I do not think that my diet is fitting my mood. Oh, no, that doesn't affect your mood at all. The way you eat does not affect it at all. You need to take birth control. And I had already been on birth control before. You knew that didn't work. But I did it. But I did it. And yeah. I took it. I It was like lower. I mean, I'm like on the verge of tears retelling right. this because it was just this feeling of why do I feel like I'm the crazy one? Why do I feel like I'm the only person that can't find health in birth control and not worrying about your diet? And why? Why can't I just be normal? You know, like I was saying how I felt normal as when I was 13. Um, so it was just, it was a lonely feeling. Talking to my girlfriends, what are y'all doing? And you know, it's like all the same, like, oh, I got on the pill to get my cycle re-regulated after our babies. And I was, you know, I was saying to them, like, I would do that if it worked. It is not working. So it was until I came here in 2016, it was a decline. I was going downhill. How was it affecting your relationship with your kids? <laughs> so embarrassing. The only redemption to this story is that it's now been a long time since I've been out of that hole. I was just short-tempered. That's the shortest answer. I was exhausted all the time. You would have been how old at that time? Um, young. I was 34 when I had my third oh, child. Right. And so 35, 36. Yeah. You know, what I would consider long before 40. Um, and I'm 45 now. Right. So I felt young. But sure. I acted like I was 90 and Okay, so birth control pills, by the way, they're not going to work because birth control pills are not natural hormones. No. Your problem, ladies, just to explain what what Elizabeth's problem was, is that her after she had her third baby, her hormones didn't come back and get balanced back because she wasn't producing adequate amount of hormones in balance. It's all about balancing your hormones. Mm -hmm. And I can tell you, now tell me this. How did this affect your menstrual periods? They were a mess for the very first time in my life. Well, they this, were a mess. Now, now, this is, which means they were getting heavier, you're getting clotting, breakthrough bleeding, and all that. All of that. Yeah. And uh, did you end up having to get a hysterectomy or not? I did not. Okay. I came to you. <laughs> well, listen, and uh, unlike a, a previous guest that we just visited with, um, she unfortunately ended up seeing her doctor and the doctor said, oh, we can stop that. We'll just give you a hysterectomy. I'm sure your doctor told Absolutely. you that too. And folks, this is so simple. And I don't understand why the OB-GYN doctors for the most part don't get it because they deal with women all the time. How does somebody like me get it? I've written the book right here. Hormones, health, and happiness. This book ought to be given to every OB-GYN and they ought to follow the directions in it because we see all their failures and they come in and the problem is so obvious what you had. You had a hormonal imbalance. That's right. And the hormonal imbalance was that you were, had estrogen dominance. You were progesterone deficient. After, once a woman hits midlife and after several children, the hormones are, remember, shut off. Your ovaries are completely shut off uh, during your pregnancy. The placenta makes all mm -hmm. the hormones. Mm -hmm. And the placenta belongs to the baby. 
once that baby's delivered, the placenta's delivered, your your ovaries are flat lined right now. They're all, and now they got to turn back on, mm-hmm. and you're getting older. They don't always turn back on right. The light flutters, you know, and so one next thing you know, you've just got estrogen flowing in your system. You're not balancing with progesterone. You get the breakthrough bleeding. You get the heavy periods, cramping, mood swings, fluid retention, weight gain, headaches, anemia. Oh, anemia. <laughs> the whole lot. Well, I mean, that you you were bleeding very heavily. So this is a huge problem. That should be can be easily addressed by using natural progesterone. Hello, so so anyway, and then the doctors try to put you on birth control pills, ladies. And golly, you don't want to take that because that'll give you estrogen dominance. And and so many women feel bad when they get on the birth control pills, but it maybe regulates their period, so they tolerate it just to have a regular period. Right. And you know, right. so anyway, you came in. How'd you, how'd you hear about us? What made you decide to come in, Elizabeth? I have a pretty dramatic story. Okay. So I had been on this decline. I was getting colder and colder. I was getting, um, like, honestly, weaker. Uh, you mentioned it, but I was having headaches. I was taking daily naps before this. Before I found you, I was taking daily naps. And most significantly, I was taking daily baths. I was sitting in my bathtub at least once a day, most often twice a day, 365 because I couldn't get warm. I was like a lizard. <laughs> I needed external heat to warm my body. Freezing Which all is the a time. classical feature of hypothyroidism. So my mother keeps telling me, like for a year, keeps telling me, you need to go see Dr. Hotsey. You need to go see. Well, I couldn't hear any doctor was like a, no, I'm not doing that. No more so doctors. <laughs> she hands me two of your books. And I am sitting in my bathtub um, and I'm like kind of thumbing through and I get to the checklist that's in this book and I start bawling. I am sobbing by myself and because this checklist is as me as I've ever seen and sitting (laughs) in my bathtub, I called the 1-800 number and, you know, bawled to her, bawled to the person who answered the phone and got an appointment. And she was so compassionate. Even the person answering the phone was so kind to me. And it was wonderful. And that was the beginning. So that was in 2016. You came in and saw Dr. Ellsworth? hmm Okay. So you came into the center and you heard about it. Tell us your experience when you walked in the door. What, what did you expect? I mean, you, you talked, you, your mother said, come here. What did your mother say, come see us? What, how did she know about it? She thought I had undiagnosed <laughs> hyperthi- hypothyroidism. Right. That's but how did she thought. know about it? Yeah, from reading your book, I think. Is that right? Okay. I think. So anyway, you came in. So tell us about your experience. Walk through the door. What'd you, what was your impression? Well, my impression was this is like a home. Everybody is greeting me by name. There's all this food. People are handing me, do you want coffee? Do you want nuts? Do you want... So very welcoming right from the beginning. And I was both exhausted. I also had a ton of brain fog. So... I was so nervous, like literally I was nervous that I was going to answer my own health questions incorrectly. What if I can't remember (laughs) when I had my last period? What if I can't remember the last time I felt good or the last time I could exercise for an hour? You know, Um, so I was a little nervous and then I was skeptical. Like what? Nothing else has worked. Why would why would this work? He has doctor at the front of his name. Why would this work? So that was, that's how I walked in, a mix of 
excitement and warmth and anxiety. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you what did you notice different in the ambience that when you walked in and came into the reception room? Notice we call it a reception room. It's lovely here. It's I mean, there's books everywhere and literature everywhere and the receptionist is so kind and good eye contact and now I've been coming here. You're asking about my first time, but she always remembers that I have sons, always asks me about them. She also has sons. So, That's you know, Becky. just about Becky. Uh-huh. she's a concierge. Becky Diaz is our concierge and she's been in that desk in the reception room for the last 17 years. Oh. <laughs> she knows everybody. It's it's a good feeling. Yeah, it is. It's a good feeling. You know what her title is on her card? No. Director of First Impression. Well, that's right. It makes a difference. She's great. Okay, so you got in and uh, you met with Dr. Ellsworth. How was that experience compared to the other times you met with any other physicians? The main thing that I can remember is I felt like I could have been there for seven hours if that's what it took. So that's the first thing I remember is the sense of no clock, not like we've got to get to the next patient and it's all about turning it over. It was the opposite. Like, like you and I are sitting here, he was sitting and listening to my story and saying, that's very common. That's very common. And I had felt so unicorn and so strange and so one-off and, oh, that's very common. It was very comforting. I'm sure I cried. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So he got you up and rolling on, Mm -hmm. on, uh, Natural hormones, got you up on thyroid hormones, mm. got you on a good, healthy yeast-eating pro- mm-hmm. program, vitamins and minerals. That's so right. that was, so how long did you, how long did it take you before you started to get improvement in your menstrual cycles, menstrual periods, in your moods? And how long did it take till you felt like you were starting to make progress? I mean, almost week two, it was pretty immediate. It was pretty immediate that I started having energy, that I stopped having all this built-in resentment, which was all, it, it, none of my resentment was real. It was all this imbalance, like kind of, you know, mom rage that just went away. Um, it, it was it was pretty immediate. And how, how, how long did it take your menstrual cycles to begin to regulate and the periods to improve? It's a little harder for me to remember, but pretty right away, I started tracking on an app, or I think I had been, I think I'd come in with an app. Um, and I think I noticed in, let's say, three months that I was starting to get back to a normal amount of, like a normal 28-day cycle. And so, and so now you've been on the program for five years. And so if you had... And you've had gradual and steady improvement over this time. And now on a scale of zero to 10, 10 being the best you ever felt in your life, zero being the way you were when you came in, how would you rate yourself now? I mean, I think the last time I did the form, I've switched to Angelica being my doctor. And I think the last time I did eight or nine, and that's pretty consistent for me. It's like a easy energy, easy to wake up, easy to go to sleep, which is big. Go to sleep, stay asleep, that's big. So just as easy as it is to get up, easy to have patience, easy to have grace, it's it's great. And how about your mental focus and mental sharpness? 
So that is dependent on whether I'm being true to yeast free or not. <laughs> and I've had my last two appointments on the phone with Angelica and she can hear in my tone of voice, huh, are you being true to yeast free? And I have to admit like, well, I might have fallen off the wagon a little bit, you know, and she's just very steady, not overbearing, but very, she really emphasizes the importance. And then she says, okay, I'm going to check back with you in six weeks. And mm -hmm. she checks back and she can hear the clarity again in my voice. That's great. Mm -hmm. And so you're up on the thyroid and the hormones and, mm -hmm. and premenstrually, how the mood swings, you know, the mood, the fluid retention, weight gain, mm -hmm. cramping, headaches, moods, and breast tenders. How's all mm -hmm. that done? Well, Angelica is wonderful. So she has, she and I have worked through this where now I switch to taking progesterone and estrogen on days 11 through 14 and then switch to progesterone on day 15 mm -hmm. so that I don't have any of those symptoms. Isn't that wonderful? It's wonderful. Huh? How simple is that? It's and that this this goes to show you, and I don't know why you don't need birth control pills, ladies, if you're having menstrual problems mm -hmm. and premenstrual symptoms, which you're gonna have, every woman's gonna end up having, gonna have symptoms of low thyroid. You simply need to replenish what's ebbing, what's going down, and that's the progesterone. Take your progesterone like you're doing day eleven through you're taking it day eleven through twenty-eight. Mm -hmm. And you're taking some thyroid, mm -hmm. natural thyroid. You're going vitamins and minerals, mm -hmm. and you're, and uh, as best you can, you're trying to eat a more healthy, cleaner eating program, right? right? So, uh, how about your weight? Did you have you had any difficulty with weight? I mean, I did when I walked in. Yeah, um, but I'm happy now. <laughs> That's great. Well, you've got a. I mean, you've got a beautiful smile. I can tell you radiate. <laughs> I mean, you look. You, if you told me that, I mean, if. I wouldn't believe you if I just met you. You told me I was a depressed person and wasn't mm. enjoyable to be around. Now, let me ask you this. Can your children tell the difference? I mean, that's where they're going to need therapy if they remember <laughs> those early first years. Um, I mean, not just a difference. It's, it's, a, it's a whole family change. It really is. To have me be present, eager to see them, energy to go through the day, um, I mean, I could cry again. It is night and day. So they definitely, I hope they don't see a difference. I hope what they see is, oh, I have a mom who's patient and I have a mom who listens That's to me. That's what they remember. I right? hope. <laughs> now, what about your husband? Can he tell a difference? Uh, now, he can tell a difference. He can tell a difference. He was so patient during those years, but they were challenging. I mean, we didn't even talk about low libido, but... It did not exist when I walked in here. And um, that's important in a marriage. So um, my patience, my energy, libido return, um, it feels like a gift to our marriage. Well, that's wonderful. Mm -hmm. huh? It's true. And, you know, I just wanted to say about Angelica and about the way you run this clinic is that the reason that their success is that you do not allow your physicians to treat us like one pill does one thing and that's all it does and it does it for everyone and now on your way. Angelica has been so nuanced with me and I can call her or email her or that text thing um, or be in the office with her and I can tell her the craziest symptoms and she has an actual 
supplement downstairs that helps me over and over. Oh, I think I get foggy on day 11. Okay, I think you need to increase your progesterone. It's just, it's incredible. She's, that's how you run it here. And it, it makes such a life change for Well, me. listen, <laughs> the congratulations and the credit really goes to you for taking charge of your health. You made that decision to do that. So many individuals and so many women, ladies, I know many of you all, and husbands, too, that are watching this know that there are many women you know you could benefit if you take charge of your health. And it's a big step to take charge of your it health. Is. You go, I mean, you remember you were trying, you're, you're, you were taking charge of your health initially, taking diet, <laughs> Dr. Pe- I mean, Dr. <laughs> Peppers and sugar. That's the way you were going to make yourself well. But finally, you made a decision that you were going to get on a health, on, on a healthy right away instead of on you know most americans are going on the wrong way of the health highway and they're going to whack themselves That's right. they get terribly sick you got over on the other side and you went the right way and it's made a difference in your personal life now let me ask you this mm-hmm. it's changed the way your your, your children mm-hmm. relate to you it's changed the way you and your husband relate how does it make you feel about yourself oh i'm glad you asked that it is a return to feeling like i'm normal that's how it feels. It feels like, oh, there are doctors who can make me feel normal. So I can get educated on um, eating the right way, taking the right supplements, and then supplementing the hormones that are leaving with age or ebbing at least. Um, and I can feel normal. That's wonderful. It's wonderful. Well, you get a credit, you know, and I've told I, when I speak to our guests, I say, we're like the health athlete. We're like the health coaches. You're the health athlete. Nice. You're in the health Olympics. Mm-hmm. You know, life is a health Olympics. And if you want to be healthy, you you have to follow some kind of plan. And so you mm-hmm. come to us and we give you a plan. We don't tell you you have to do it. We can make recommendations. But if you want to get the gold medal, you've got to do the heavy lifting. And you've done it. And you've got the gold medal. Thanks so much. <laughs> so I'm proud of you. Congratulations, Thanks. Elizabeth. Yeah. And thank you for joining us. And thank each one of you for joining us today on Dr. Hotsey's Wellness Revolution. And you can be part of us. Don't hesitate to give us a call. We would love to have the opportunity to serve you. God bless you. At Physicians Preference Pharmacy, we understand that the quality of your compounded medications directly affects the way you feel which is why we believe that your pharmacy should specialize in compounding medications while also delivering extraordinary hospitality and guest service. We believe that both patients and prescribers should accept nothing less than consistency and quality from their compounding pharmacy. This is why we've implemented some of the strictest quality standards in compounding, exceeding standard requirements, achieving PCAB accreditation which is the Pharmacy Compounding Accreditation Board, an organization that sets the highest standards in compounding pharmacy regarding the safety, cleanliness, and quality of your compounded prescriptions. Because of our commitment to complete health and wellness, we are dedicated to making your medications free of lactose, parabens, artificial sweeteners, and any unnecessary dyes, binders, or fillers present in many other medications, offering you the cleanest products possible.
information provided on this program is neither intended nor implied to be a substitute for professional medical advice and is not intended to replace the services of a physician, nor does it constitute a doctor-patient relationship. You should not use information from this radio program to diagnose or treat a health problem or disease without consulting with a qualified health care provider. If you have or suspect you have an urgent medical problem, promptly contact a professional health care provider or call 911. Dr. Hotze's Wellness Revolution advises you to always seek the advice of a physician or other qualified health provider prior to starting any new treatment or with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition. Any application of the recommendations from this program is at the listener's discretion.